Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Good morning at 730 on Wall Street. I'm Michael McKee along with Tom Keene. Lots of news out there this morning. The latest news, Twitter gets the rights to stream NFL games on Thursday night. What does that mean for Twitter? Well, investors at the moment think it's good news. The stock's up 2%, but we don't know what they paid for it, so we shall see. Uh, Allergan shares, on the other hand, are lower by 21%. The new rules to limit the tax-cutting power of corporate inversions from Treasury might put the merger between Pfizer and Allergan in jeopardy, analysts say. Bank analysts cutting projections for Goldman Sachs. Again, 22 analysts lopping 94 cents off the average estimate for Goldman Sachs' adjusted earnings per share over the past four weeks. The per-share profit now forecast to tumble 45% from a year earlier to $3.31. And Disney shares down 2.3%. Thomas Staggs. Heir apparent to uh, CEO Bob Iger, unexpectedly announcing his departure yesterday. Succession at the world's largest entertainment company now, uh, we could say, in disarray. Now let's check in with Michael Barr and get the latest world and national headlines. Michael. Mike, thank you very much. Voters go to the polls today for the Wisconsin Republican and Democratic primaries. Republican Ted Cruz is aiming the cleanup in Milwaukee. John Kasich has been focusing on Madison, and experts believe Donald Trump will do well in the northern part of the state. Hillary Clinton's lead in the Democratic delegate count is commanding, but rival Bernie Sanders is leading in polling in Wisconsin. Mourners will gather today to remember a Virginia state trooper who was killed by a gunman at a Richmond Greyhound bus station. A funeral for trooper Chad Dermeyer will be held this morning in Hampton. The U.S. Supreme Court has unanimously ruled that states can count everyone, not just eligible voters, in drawing voting districts. The court stopped short of saying that states must use total population. The decision rejected a challenge from Texas voters that it could have diluted the voting power of urban Democrats to the benefit of rural Republicans. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists. I'm Michael Barr. Mike? Thank you, Michael. Time now for the Bloomberg NBC Sports Update. John Stasher, you look as tired as Tom Keene staying up all night to watch that game. Yeah, that was worth staying up for, though. Uh, My championships rare in Philadelphia and even rare a championship game decided with zeros on the clock and the ball in the air. Last night in Houston, just after North Carolina's Marcus Page tied the NCAA final with a three-pointer with a very high degree of difficulty. It was looking like overtime instead. Villanova. Answered. At half court with three seconds. Ryan Archie Diacono flips to Jacob. Three for the win. It's good. It's good. one that call arguably the greatest finish to a championship game. Villanova 77, North Carolina 74. Rangers in the playoffs, sixth straight year, finally clinched in the third try. 4-2 win at Columbus. Islanders close to nailing their berth down. 5-2 win over Tampa Bay. After the rainout, it'll be chilly with the Yankees and Astros set to go today for the opener at the stadium. The Mets play this afternoon in Kansas City with the Bloomberg NBC Sports Update. I'm John Stanchett. Thank you, John. Well, right now we are looking at uh, Twitter shares. Uh, the NFL rights going to Twitter for Thursday night streaming. Twitter shares now up 2.2%, but we're keeping an eye on uh, 
news from Twitter as to what they paid for this, whether they can actually make any money on it. You're listening to Bloomberg Surveillance. I'm Michael McKee with Tom Keene. This is Bloomberg Radio Worldwide. And this is Bloomberg Surveillance on a day when there is some renewed pessimism in the markets. All of a sudden, uh, the second quarter gets underway much the same as the first quarter did with stocks falling around the world. S&P futures in the U.S. off 14 points, 7 tenths of a percent. Dow futures are down 104 points, 6 tenths of a percent in Europe. It's a six-point drop for the stock 600. They're off 1.7 percent. Time now for the Bloomberg NJIT STEM report brought to you by New Jersey Institute of Technology, investing more than $110 million a year in applied research to solve problems and improve life. Learn more at of storiesofinnovation.njit.edu. Here's Bob Boone. Michael, thanks very much. And here's what's making news in science, technology, engineering, and math, and more on that touchdown scored by Twitter. According to a person familiar with the matter, the company has won a deal to show Thursday night football, National League uh, games online. The NFL opening its field to so-called cord cutters, leaving the cable arena in favor of online video streaming. A person familiar with the matter had told Bloomberg that Facebook had ended its football streaming bid. That person had said Facebook likes its live videos to be commercial-free and balked at the NFL's traditional advertising model. Of course, Twitter has its Periscope live streaming. Salesforce.com is acquiring MetaMind, an artificial intelligence startup that specializes in deep learning services, which trains networks of computers to mimic the human brain's ability to recognize and analyze pictures or text without explicit instructions. The company says the acquisition will help Salesforce offer AI capabilities to automate and personalize customer support, marketing, and many other business processes. And Toyota is investing $5.5 million in a collaboration with Microsoft. The carmaker says it plans to use data science through Microsoft's Azure cloud technology to develop services that help to humanize the driving experience and, according to a statement, quote, help free our customers from the tyranny of technology. And that's this morning's Bloomberg NJIT STEM report. Michael, not sure what that means. Tyranny of technology. It means good. it means don't pitch back to me right now when I'm busy tweeting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's that tyranny of technology, Bob Moon. Thank you very much. Well, it is the uh, date of the Wisconsin primary, and we may see some changes in the uh, outlook for the presidential field. But right now, uh, we have, uh, you know, it looks. Uh, like the Republicans are unsettled and the Democrats are going with Hillary Clinton, but we shall see. John Malden of Malden Economics keeping a close eye on all things political. He has uh, produced a series of letters called the uh, uh, Open Letter to the Next President on the challenges they face and what they should do. And I want to focus, uh, we only have a few minutes, uh, unfortunately, today, but uh, on your suggestion uh, to the president for domestic policy here. And you have two ideas. One, reform the corporate tax code, which, of course, is not uh, rocket science for a lot of politicians. But two, you're talking about if we see an econo- economic downturn, Basically, the Fed should turn to helicopter money? It's not exactly helicopter money. What we've got is $4 trillion sitting on the uh, balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. It's sitting there doing nothing. And what will happen is, and by the way, I know this for many of my conservative colleagues is heresy, but the the chances that the next Federal Reserve 
after a downturn in a recession will give us QE and probably negative rates. So we'll have another trillion dollars, another two trillion of QE that will do exactly what the last QE did, which is pretty much nothing. So I'm saying that Congress, the new president should come in, sit down with the heads of Congress and say, guys, I want one amendment to the Federal Reserve Act. I don't want to revisit it. I don't want to get in depth in it. Just give me this one and allow the Federal Reserve to issue 1% 40-year bonds for uh, infrastructure construction. In fact, allow them, as those bonds are starting to roll off now, uh, I mean, because they've got Ginnie Mays and Treasuries that are rolling off, allow them to start buying them now. So it's a preemptive QE. We're, we're not going to increase the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve because we're just going to modify it. So let's see. I mean, $2 trillion is two, three million jobs minimum, that changes the economic dynamics. Otherwise, the next president is probably going to see a recession. And as we know, getting out of recessions and getting a recovery is a difficult process. So I think the next president is better off avoiding it. And you only do that with some massive stimulus. So let's do something for our children, which is... uh, infrastructure that they'll actually have 20, 30, 40 years. It'll make us more competitive, and we get all these jobs. One, one minute to the break. You want to cut corporate taxes by a significant amount. Big chunk. Let's let's go big or go home, 15%. But no deductions for anything and 10% on all your foreign earnings. So, I mean, you, you, there's no point at that point of not – reversing these corporate inversions because now companies can come back, get cheaper taxes here, and uh, we'll actually get a lot more, especially if you get rid of the, I think it's 3,400 little tax preferences. No, no, no. Let's get rid of all the lobbyists because they won't be lobbying for tax preferences. And I mean, I'm including, even being from Texas, I'm including oil depletion allowances. Everything (laughs) goes, Okay. All right, John Malden from Malden Economics with us. Thank you uh, for coming by today. Um, we are going to uh, be talking uh, more politics in a moment with uh, Chuck Todd of NBC News on this uh, Wisconsin primary day. Right now, uh, they're talking about victories by Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders. We'll see uh, how Chuck sees it coming up and uh, maybe ask him about uh, what the possibilities of some of John's ideas getting through Congress and the White House would be. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio right now. Futures are lower. Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by Audi Meadowlands in Secaucus, New Jersey, powered by Benzo Bush, offering a commitment to service, luxury, and value. With total transparency, start your journey at AudiMetalands.net and define the way you drive. 